Yeah, Coach, we'll start off with an easy one. Tell us about, is it Fusaini Traore? Okay, did you just take the elevator? So my star center shot 70% for the field. Just took the elevator up one floor to come eat some dinner. Okay, Foose. I am so hyped about Foose. You do not understand. Like, this kid is a monster. And um, he's, got the, he's got the most beautiful heart in the world. He just is such a – he's just such a wonderful young man. Uh, he takes up so much space on the court. He's incredibly explosive off the floor. Um, I think I said in our – did we put a release out yet? I think I said in our release that he um, – this summer he was really good from behind the arc. He was really good off the bounce. He had some clips where he um, – he had some clips where he's actually grabbing a rebound, kind of ferocious rebound off the glass and then pushing it out off the bounce and transition. Even a couple of times when he went coast to coast, one time uh, he was going so fast and so explosive that he saw about 20 feet ahead of him uh, this player had set up to take the charge and Foos generally had created so much momentum with his massive body, he could not slow down. It's one of my favorite clips all summer long. He, he's going to be a, he's going to be a great player. I'm really excited about him, and he's a better human being. Um, you know, he'll tell you a story about how he made his decision, uh, but he had a, um, you know, he was he was incredibly thoughtful about it, and and uh, I, I just think he's going to represent BYU in such an extraordinary way. You know, here's a here's a Muslim kid from Mali who. Has uh, you know just been in Utah for a couple of years and and um, is a really really faithful young man and yet he he fits in perfectly here he's going to be a star he's going to be really good. I also wanted to ask you you guys still looking like you're on track to open the season on a Wednesday we're seeing more and more programs have outbreaks. Yeah, I mean you can see like we're masked up like crazy we're taking every precaution and we're we're, we're really hoping that we'll be able to start on time I expect we will our expectations will be will tip off at six o'clock on Wednesday night so. That's what we're looking forward to. We're testing every other day now, um, and it's the PCR testing. It's 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 the most accurate testing, and so we're we're you know we're we're doing everything we can to to be to be able to play. Coach, how's the team looking in terms of preparedness to tip off here in just six days? And do you have any idea what your starting five may look like opening night versus Westminster? Yeah, so uh, I, I think we're looking good. I, I don't know. It's just, you know, you, everything starts to look the same, right? We've been practicing so much against ourselves. I think we're just anxious to go play against somebody else. Um, I, think, I think we have a chance to grow into a really, really, really good team. Um, I think, you know, we should see our seniors on the floor. Um, you know, we're, we're a senior-led team, and, and, and uh, we have some talented seniors. And then, uh, you know, hopefully we're going to see a lot of bodies on the floor too. Like, I would like to go deep into this rotation. So that's what we're hoping to be able to do. Coach, if I could circle back around a little bit to Foose. Um, but, but just with his recruitment, he's now the third guy that you signed in the last year from that Wasatch Academy team, that ridiculous Wasatch Academy team there last year. Um, I guess, A, have you been spending a lot of time in San Pete County um, just because you like it there? And B, what kind of a, like a weapon or a pipeline is having a school and a program like that, like what Dave Evans made and Paul Peterson now as a head coach there? Is that something that, that I mean, are, are kids like that kind of something that just attracts you guys to them as collegiate players 
Caleb and and uh, Foose and Richie. Yeah, Caleb Foose and Richie. I, I guess yeah. are the three ones that kind of have similar DNA too, yes. which probably goes back to their background in a lot of ways. Yeah, you know, they're all coming from the same place. They all know each other well. All terrific teammates, uh, big time, big time players, and 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 uniquely three young men that like their 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 makeup and their heart fits BYU. They're three. Three guys, and I, and I actually love this so much. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna talk longer than you want me to. I hope that these three guys are um, are what BYU basketball will always be. We have three guys that came from completely different backgrounds. One young man grew up in Texas. One young man grew up in in Utah. One young man grew up in Mali. They all come from very different, um, uh, you know, um, um, social, uh, economic um, strata. They, they uh, um, you know, come from, from different religious backgrounds, um, uh, certainly from different family and social backgrounds. But, but the things that kind of unify them, and I've talked about this before, is that they all understand what faith is at the very least as an athlete, because faith is such a core part of being an athlete. They all understand what, um, what a standard is trying to live up to a standard. And they all understand the idea of sacrificing for something bigger than themselves. I mean, in that, in that way, they're carbon copies of each other. They just got big, beautiful hearts. And, um, so we couldn't be more excited to have them. And, and, uh, they're, they're three different young men that have a lot in common. So, Coach, last year you had uh, three proven, consistent scorers with Yoli and Jake and TJ. Who do you anticipate will be kind of the go-to scorers on this team? Yeah, I think it's going to be a way different feel. Um, I think this is, this is going to be a team – clearly we have some weapons. I mean, this Matt Harms is, is proven to be a, a really, really talented and capable scorer from all three levels, especially from behind the three-point line and, and at the rim. Um, uh, Alex Barcelo and Brandon Averett, you know, Alex was the, you know, third best, you know, he's the number one, uh, actually most efficient play type in the entire Western West coast conference last year was Alex Barcelo catch and shoot three. So, uh, he's, he's proven the ability to score and, and he's, he's shown a lot off the bounce right now. And Brandon Averett, you know, averaged 13, 14 points a game last year. He's, he's a proven scorer. Uh, so we, we expect those guys to carry uh, s- some of the load for sure. Uh, but we also have a bunch of guys. I mean, Connor Harding shot 44%. I mean, we go down the list. I don't think this is going to be a team necessarily where we're calling a guy's number as often as we did last year. Um, last year, we spent a lot of time. Um, you know, calling Yoli's number specifically, kind of a play type designed to at least put him in an action, if not guarantee him a shot, right? Did the same thing with Jake and the same thing with TJ. And we were really, really heavy in the direction of those three guys, as well as our players became accustomed to to finding them in our continuity looks, right? It became something I don't think it's going to be like that. I think it's going to be more committee and more team-oriented. We were a, a team's team last year, but more just like, um, you know, the team trying to find the best shot for, the, for whoever happens to be available. So I think we'll dictate a little bit less. I think we have a lot of guys that are really capable. So it's going to be a little different feel. I was also wondering, uh, what are your thoughts on the NCAA putting the NCAA tournament in a bubble-type situation? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm just grateful that 
people are 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 trying every way possible to make the NCAA tournament a safe uh, reality, right? That's what I'd like. I'm just grateful that guys are spending so much time. So if if it ends up being a bubble in Indianapolis like it's being discussed, great. If it ends up that the best way to make it most likely to happen is some other alternative, great. I, I think very few of us, I think right now we're so – we're so eager just to have a chance to play that, that we're less concerned with, with the logistics of it than just being able to find some way to get on the court and do it safely. Hey, Mark, uh, could you speak more about the, the PCR testing and, and everything your program's doing to, to keep these guys safe? Yeah, so, um, you know, we, we're talking about uh, COVID protocols every single day. Um, you know, our guys are masking up uh, throughout most of the day. We're not masking up during practice anymore. We had done that for a long time, and we finally got to the point where it was just – we almost wondered if it was less safe for our guys to be masked up than it was not to be, right? So I, um, so we've taken off the mask during practice, but in the training room, in the locker room, guys are trying to keep masks on as much as they can, and certainly around campus. We're testing every couple of days uh, – and so, and we get those results back, you know, in a day. And so we're kind of keeping up to speed on that. And then we're encouraging our guys to be incredibly um, non-social, which is, which is so contrary to the way we normally flow, right? Um, but we're, we're, we're trying to encourage our guys to keep their team safe and be as private as they can. And also, okay. Mark, uh, um, I was gonna, have you had any interruptions since practices have started uh, due to the virus? Or has it been pretty all systems go since the start of training camp, have you had any interruptions at all? Yeah, we have had no interruptions. We haven't had any positives uh, since we started training camp. We did have a couple things run through the team uh, during the summer, right? So, but since we started, um, since we started training camp, guys have been incredibly cautious, and 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 thankfully, uh, we've been really safe. I, you know, in fact, I think Norma mentioned this maybe in a post or somewhere. I'm sorry if I'm if this is not correct, Norma, but I think there was something about like. A lot of times you try and do absolutely everything right, and it just it just doesn't work sometimes. And so, uh, but our guys are really trying to keep safe, and they've been really devoted to to trying to keep their team safe. You know, since we started camp.